Welcome back to Get More. It's your maybe not favorite, sometimes favorite, always favorite host, Alex Christian Moore. And today I want to dive right on in there. And let's talk about dating yourself. Let's just talk about how powerful it is to go from date after date, after searching, after searching, after crying, after crying, after, you know, good days, bad days, all of that, and experiencing it with other people um, and not knowing if it was your own. I don't know if that makes any sense at all, but me in a relationship, I oftentimes believe that I'm good at it, but then sometimes when I just get down to the truth, I realized that I don't really know how to date. I don't know what it's like to date myself, so therefore I really don't know how to date somebody else. Everything else that I've gotten good at, I had to first practice within myself, you know? Before I ever, you know, helped hold somebody accountable, I had to learn how to hold myself accountable. Before I ever, you know, suggested or tried to help somebody else get sober, I had to get sober myself. And so, I guess it's just been like a gradual thing over time to where if I haven't experienced it for myself, by myself, I don't need to be sharing it with other people because that doesn't match with the values that I like to live by now, which are, you know, authentic, which is truth, which is experience-based, which is, you know, honesty. And I, I, I believe I've always had the best intentions but I've never been intentional while dating. I believe at certain points there was times in my life where I did not possess, you know, certain skill sets and certain um, factors of life like stability or financial stability or emotional stability. And I would oftentimes find myself looking for that in other people. And if I look back to all of my relationships, you know, and I didn't get to date growing up. Growing up, I was a preacher's kid, and we were kind of held, you know, to a different standard, and my parents wanted to keep us safe. And so that came with not really having a lot of friendships and not having the experience of dating and getting to, you know, have those young loves. And even if it would have been, and even when I did have it, it wasn't you know, true to myself always because I wasn't able to be my authentic self. Um, So, you know, I believe early on at 18, I think when that's when I got my first boyfriend, um, I was just so excited. I I remember just being so excited to get to be myself and to just let somebody love me because I had never really felt love for my true authentic self. And I've tried to do the self-help way. I've tried to do it the preach way or doing it the teach way. And I just, right now, I feel like I'm in a season where it's just time to get quiet and build. Build again. And this time it's not so much building, you know, this or that. It's building specifically, intentionally my self-love to myself, which means I have to be okay with me before I'm ever going to be able to be okay with anyone else. I know in my heart today that I have a lot of love 
to give someone. Um, I do know that I'm worthy of love. I know that God wants me to be with someone who loves me um, for 100% me. So I don't have the door closed, but what I do have is just, you know, temporarily out of order up on the door. Because right now, I mean, my life's pretty busy between running businesses and, you know, staying sober and doing things that make me me and, you know, focusing on myself and loving on myself and dating myself. I don't really have time to date anybody right now. And I'm finding that I'm actually kind of okay with that. For the first time in my life, I'm okay with not being somebody's boyfriend. So if you're anything like me, when past in my life, like past times in my life, you know, any time that I was alone, it was never really um, alone. Like it was spent searching for the next something or somebody else to love me or somebody else to make me feel seen or to clean up the mess that, you know, previously happened or to fix me or... There was always, there was just always a motive. You know, my motives going into each relationship. You know, like I said earlier, I mean, I had the best intentions. Everybody wants to be loved, but I just never was intentional. You know, I was never specific. I was never thorough, I was never as honest as I wanted to be. You know, and in some way, I believe I was waiting for someone to come along to make, you know, me feel okay. And and the way it happened for me is, I mean, series of dates, series of relationships, long-term relationships, you know, failed relationships, almost always I would find myself at a place where it was time to walk away. And I never could understand it. I was like, you know, these people are amazing. Depending on who I was with, it's like, I love them. They love me. You know, it's going good. But why is it still not enough? You know, and so into my last relationship, I got sober in my last relationship, and I stayed for three years trying to learn how to become myself, trying to learn how to stay sober, you know, learn how to love me, rebuild my identity, character building. You know, there was so much change that happened in those three years, and I did it in a relationship while trying to meet the needs of a partner. And what I found was that, the, you know, the healthier I got and the more I found it became more difficult to meet his needs um, while trying to meet mine. And for the first time that I was willing to stay and still try to meet somebody else's needs, even though it became extremely aware that I didn't know how to meet my own. And so I stayed and I tried to put in all of the time, all of the love, and I tried all of the different ways to see how it is that I could keep 
this relationship that meant so much to me and still, you know, build myself and, and become happy on the inside and feel like it was enough. And I walked away again. You know, I walked away from that relationship and I was sober, so I couldn't blame it on the drugs or the alcohol or the bad time or the cheating or anything. There was none of that. That relationship was beautiful. I mean, it wasn't perfect. Nobody's perfect, but he was exactly what I needed. And I have never in my life ever felt the need to better myself until I came across that human being. And as I grew, I believe he was growing as well, and we both got better. We both healed things, you know, and it, it, looking back, I think it was a little bit of a, you know, trauma bond, and I believe that we were very codependent. Um, when I first got sober, I just latched onto him because, I mean, I honestly felt so scared. I was scared. Looking back, I was full of fear. And the more honest I get with everything in my life, the more I can see things for 100% what they are. In almost every relationship that I've walked away from, it was out of fear. It was people were getting close to me, and I didn't even know who me was. People were loving me, and I had never loved myself. You know, and there was just all of these moments where it was like, I don't know what's missing, but something's missing. And now at 30 years old, finally, I found out it was me. I was missing. Because it's really not about who I'm dating or who I'm with. It's like, who am I? Who am I showing up as? What am I bringing to the table? Besides just a crappy joke? Like, there's more to life than So after the breakup, I had to go on a mission. And it was kind of like getting sober all over again. It was kind of like distancing myself from people, places, and things that I grew accustomed to, that I was comfortable with. And, you know, asking myself some difficult questions. Am I okay with being alone? Am I happy with myself? Am I able to keep up the maintenance of a relationship at this point in my life? Do I know what I want at this point in my life? Who am I outside of a title or a relationship or outside of productivity? Who am I at my core? And I'll just let you know, I really didn't have any clue. And this was after the life coaching business. This was after the podcast. This was after sobriety. This was after sponsoring men, trying to help them get sober. This was after being back in management and leading teams. You know, it almost felt as if I was an imposter. It felt as if I was, you know, living a life that... I mean, I don't know if I deserved it. So, I just got quiet and I separated and for the past nine months I've dated myself. I have not dated anybody 
since I left my last relationship. And that is me being intentional. And that is me being specific with what I need in my life. I don't have to be a boyfriend. I don't have to have someone. Sure, it sounds nice. Sure, I know one day I will meet somebody and I will know that it's right and I will never have to walk away again. And I, I promise you, I can't wait till the day that I can handle giving love because I've learned how to give love to myself. But that time's not here yet. And so, you know, getting quiet and, and distancing myself and working on myself has looked different than it's ever looked in my whole life. It's not been necessarily going to the gym and getting super fit. It's not been eating super healthy and just cleaning up my inside. You know, it's looked like some days I wanna get comfortable and eat whatever I want and I wanna get in my bed and watch a TV show that I love. Shout out to The Real Housewives. Um, you know, and not do anything productive. It's looked like me saying no to people who have asked me to go do things so that I could say yes to going home and journaling. It looks like me not people pleasing because I'm in a season where it's important that I start pleasing myself. And the more I please myself, the less I feel the need to please others. You know, I'm a great guy. And I can say that 100%. I know that I bring a lot to the table. I know I spread a lot of joy and a lot of light. But I just, I, somewhere along the line, I just got in conflict because I wasn't giving it to myself. I wasn't pouring back into my cup. You know, if anything sobriety's taught me, it's in order to give something away, you have to first have it. You know, and it, it's something I love to say, but it's like, are you spreading mess? Are you spreading the message? And there's a part of our literature that talks about the actor who runs the show and if the lights would just be held a certain way and if the characters on stage would just do it the right way and if the audience would clap at the right time and if everything would just go off without a hitch, it would all be perfect. That describes me to a T. But on down the line in that passage it talks about is this person you know, is, is he truly the producer of harmony or is he more so the producer of chaos? And I have produced a lot of chaos while trying to call it harmony. And so now, it's quiet time. If I have something to give away, I'll give it. But if I don't, it's vital that I start giving everything to myself so that in hopes one day I can authentically give it back away.